0: الله هو اكبر الله هو اكبر الله اكبر اكبر الرسول الله. شهدوا أن محمد الرسول الله. We are الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله بسم
1: الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الصلاه والسلام على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى اله واصحابه اجمعين اما بعد قال الله تبارك وتعالى ان عده شهور عند الله 12 شهرا في كتاب الله يوم خلق السماوات والارض منها اربعه حرم وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم صيام عاشوراء أحتسب على الله تعالى أن يكفر السنة التي قبلها، وقال عليه سلمًا وسع أعياله في النفقة في عاشوراء وسع الله عليه سائر السنة أو كما قال عليه السلام صدق الله لا زين وبلغنا رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين وشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين رضي سيد الدور السلوات اللهم صل على Sayyidina wa Mawlana Muhammad wa Allah Ali Sayyidina wa Mawlana Muhammad wa Barik wa Sallim Ya Rabbi Salli wa Sallim Da Imanabadan Allah Habibika Khairi Al Khalqi Kullihi Miyamma Ba'at Respected elders and brothers, we have completed an Islamic year, the year 1444, has passed and we are in the second day of the new Islamic year, 1445. Today being the second day of Muharram, is the second day of our new Islamic year and it is very important for us to keep in mind our Islamic dates and to track our Islamic calendar. Just as we track the Gregorian calendar and we are aware of all the dates and all the significant dates in the Gregorian calendar, the public holidays and so on. In a similar way, in fact, to a greater extent, should we be aware of our Islamic dates, which month is it, and what are the significant days of that month, and what are the acts of Ibadah and worship associated with that month or those days in that month. It is very important for us to keep this in mind at all times. It is something That should be also imparted to our families. It should be imparted to our children. Our children should be taught the importance of Islamic dates. Otherwise, it may not happen that they don't even know where in the calendar we are. It may not happen that we do not even know the names of the Islamic months. And we do not even know what are the significant events in the Islamic months. That is an indication of weakness of Iman. So therefore my dear brothers it is very important for us to track our Islamic calendar to know which month, to know what are the significant dates and events in those months. And today I would like to briefly explain the beginning of our Islamic calendar. How did it all start? When we say that this is 1445 after Hijrah, we mean that after the Hijrah of Nabi sallallahu from Makkah to Medina 1445 years have passed or 1444 years have passed and we have now entered the 1445. So how did the Islamic calendar come about in the first place? It is a very interesting aspect of our Islamic history, perhaps very few know about this aspect so I would like to touch on this briefly in this Juma talk that actually in the year 17th after hijra abu musa ash'ari radiyallahu ta'ala anhu a very eminent companion of nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam, he wrote to sayna umar radiyallahu ta'ala anhu as the head of the muslim state and the head of the government the amirul mu'minin and he said to him amirul mu'minin we receive letters from you but the letters are undated There is no date. So it becomes difficult to track the chronology of the letters that are coming. We should look at the system of dating. So Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu called up a council. This was in the 17th year of Hijrah. He called up a council of the senior companions as was his practice that whenever any any important matter needed to be discussed a mashwara was called, the shura council was brought together and the matter was presented before them and the views and opinions of the people were solicited. So the senior companions were brought into a council and a discussion was held regarding the commencement of the Islamic calendar that when, which year should the Islamic calendar start with and then which month should be the first month of the Islamic calendar. So various opinions were expressed. Some expressed the opinion that the Islamic calendar should commence with the year of the birth of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa But this view was not accepted by most of the people because they said that then it resembles very much Christianity because they commence their calendar with the birth of Isa sallam. Then some of the view that it should commence with the date or the year of the prophethood of Nabi Karim the year in which Allah ordained him to be a prophet of Allah, a messenger when he was at the age of 40 but this view also was not accepted one view was that the year of the demise of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam should be taken but this view was also not accepted because it was still a very fresh painful experience for the Muslims the demise of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was very very painful and did not want to associate the calendar with the demise of Nabi Karim sallallahu alaihi wasallam. so then a suggestion came that we should commence the Islamic calendar with the advent of the hijrah of Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and this was a view that was unanimously accepted by all Usman radiallahu ta'ala who also supported this view Ali radiallahu also supported this view and Umar radiallahu ta'ala who favored this view because there was great significance in commencing our Islamic calendar with the advent of hijrah because this is when Allah subhanahu ta'ala established the Islamic government, an Islamic State was established upon the completion of the Hijrah and the flourishing of Islam and the spreading of Islam happened from the Hijra. And the Hijra was such an event that it got, it was not only associated with Nabi Karim like his birth or the Nubuat or his demise, but it was something that was associated with the Muslim Ummah, the Muslim community of that time, the muhajireen, those who made the hijrah, the migrants, the whole Muslim Ummah, Muslim community that migrated from Makkah, Mukarramah and their host in Medina, the Ansar, it was a collaborative effort between the muhajireen and the Ansar and hence this was accepted as the starting point of the Islamic calendar. So everything is dated on that basis. And ever since then we said the first year after hijrah, five years after hijrah, 10 years after Hijrah, 50 years after Hijrah, 100 years after Hijrah, 14, 5, 45 after Hijrah. Everything is associated to the advent of the year of the Hijrah. And the year of the Hijrah was 13 years after the prophethood of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu when he was at the age of 53. Now the next discussion was which month should be considered the first month of the Islamic calendar. Here again there were various opinions and views. Some gave the opinion that it should be the month of Ramadan and some gave the view that it should be the month of Rabiul Awwal. Because actually the hijrah of Nabi Karim وسلم, was undertaken in the month of Rabiul Awwal and very amazingly his birth is 12th of Rabiul Awal, His arrival in Medina Munawwara was 12th of Rabiul Awwal. And his demise was on the 12th of Rabiul Awwal. So some felt that Rabiul Awal, because it's associated with the hijrah, the Islamic calendar. So the first month of the Islamic calendar should be Rabiul Awwal. Because that is the month in which Nabi Karim sallallahu had uh, uh, completed the hijrah. But here again there was another opinion. And that opinion was that Muharram, should be considered the first Islamic uh, month in the calendar, because although Nabi Karim wasalam, completed the Hijrah in Rabiul Awwal, but the preparation for the Hijrah started off in Muharram. And so the starting point was the important uh, 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 was the important aspect. And so the starting point of the Hijrah, when the preparations for the Hijrah commenced, that was made the important aspect of this journey of Hijra and so the month of Muharram was chosen as the very first month in the Islamic calendar, because that is when the preparations for Hijra commenced and the permission for Hijra was given and many companions started and commenced the journey of the Hijra. Remember, most of them had migrated even before Nabi Karim Sallallahu Alaihi sallam. Nabi Karim Sallallahu Alaihi wa sallam was amongst the last of the people, amongst the last few to migrate. Only people that migrated after him was Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu who was asked to stay behind in order to give out the the Amanas that were placed by Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa by the people of Makkah despite opposing him on the basis of his preachings of Tawheed and his preaching of Islam notwithstanding their opposition to him but ironically they regarded him to be the most trustworthy person in Mecca and though they were his sworn enemies and foes but those were the very people that would deposit their amana by him and they would keep their amana by him and Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa never ever uh, misappropriated uh, appropriated that amana at any point in time despite the fact that these people were his uh, opponents and his enemies but he never misappropriated the, the, the amana he always kept it safely because this is what islam is all about the teachings of islam and he was muhammadur rasulullah al sadiqul wa'dul amin his title was al-amin he was called al-amin the people of makkah knew him as al-amin and al-amin the trustworthy he was the most trustworthiest person so they had lodged their trust with him as an amana, and he was keeping it for them in safe custody obviously those amanas had to be returned. Nabi Karim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, did not adopt a vindictive attitude to say these people drove me out of Makkah so I should why should I even bother about their amanas? and we maybe we shouldn't even return the amana to them no my dear friends Nabiya Kareeb was very, very particular about the fulfillment of the Amana, and he ensured that, that Amana was returned. These were the people who were bloodthirsty. They were thirsting after his blood. And they had conspired to assassinate him and to kill him. Yet he did not, he did not forsake the the, the responsibility of the amana and he took care of that amana and he entrusted Ali radiallahu who with that amana and he told him oh Ali you stay behind and you until you do not dispense of all the amanas or the people you should not make hijrah and so this is how the Amana was was disposed of and dispensed with so that no person could point a finger at Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam at any point in time to say that you know He's preaching all these noble values but he was unable to uphold the trust and he did not uphold the amana we find my dear friends that nabi kareem sallallahu to such an extent that when makkah was conquered and the fathu makkah took place and he took the key of the kaaba from usman bin talha shaybi who became muslim later radiallahu ta'ala anhu, usman bin talha shaybi he was the person that family the shaybi family was the family who were the custodians of the key of the kaaba they were the custodians of the key of baytullah and uh, we find that on one occasion many years before nabi Karim, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, in the in, in the meccan period he requested for the opening of the kaaba he wished to go and make ibadat inside the kaaba and usman bin talha shaybi refused him he said no now the tables turn, and the day comes when Nabi Karim is the conqueror of Makkah, Fatih al-Makkah. He enters Makkah victoriously, Inna Fatahna lakafat Hamubina. And now he is the unchallenged ruler and the king of Makkah. He calls for Usman bin Talha Shaybi, and he says, "Give me the key of the Kaaba." What could he do? He had no option. He had no choice. He handed the key over Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, with a group of his trusted companions, including people like Bilal radiallahu ta'ala anhu. They entered the Kaaba and there were 360 idols placed inside the Kaaba. And Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, pointed to each one with his stick and he said, ja wa batil, and every one of those idols fell and cracked and broke up into pieces and the to Allah was cleansed and purified of all his idols that populated the inside of the Allah, and it was washed and clean. and Nabi Karim ﷺ and his group of companions that had entered the Kaaba engaged in the Ibadah and the worship of Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'A'la and then they came out from the Kaaba and after they came out from the Kaaba everyone was was jostling for the custody of the key of the Kaaba. Everybody is saying, O oh, be of Allah, give me the key, give us the key, we will keep the key, we will be the key. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on that, revealed the ayat of the Holy Quran. That ayat is slipping my mind, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, that, uh, 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 inna Allah ya'murukum, yes, this is the ayat, inna Allah ya'murukum, antu addul amanati ila ahliha, Allah instructs you that the amana must be returned to its rightful owner. Give the amana to its owner. Today, unfortunately, the word amana has left a bitter feeling for many people because of the bitter experience that they've had. And it is sad that these kind of things happen in our Muslim ummah, that we harm our own selves. May Allah give us guidance and hidayat and give us the understanding and realization of the importance of upholding the amana. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instructed, Allah اللَّهَ يَأْمِرُكُمْ Allah commands you and instructs you and tuaddu amanati ila ahliha return the amana to its rightful owner. Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa called Usman bin Talha al-Shaybi radiallahu ta'ala anhu and he told him, O oh, Usman, here is the key of the Kaaba. Allah has instructed that the Amana must be returned to its rightful person. You were the custodians. The key was with you. I took the key from you. Allah says, give the Amana back. I give this Amana back to you. And O oh, Usman, till you qiyamah the key of the Kaaba will remain in the custody of your progeny. Allahu Akbar. Till this day, my dear friends, not even the kings of the kingdom of Arabia, not even the rulers have control or custody of the key of the Kaaba. This, this remains with the Shaybi family to this day. To, to today, the Shaybi family have the control. Even if the, uh, the rulers seek to enter the, the Beitullah, they take permission and they are given the key and then they they, are ent- they enter and they return the key. In this there were two glad tidings for the Shaybi family. One is that Nabi Karim gave them the custody of the key. What what an honor for that family. And secondly, that this family, its progeny will remain till the end of time. Many families, their progeny die off and they do not remain anymore. And the whole family disappears and there's no trace of them anymore. All their members of the family pass on and there's no continuation of that family. But the Shayvi family were given this glad tidings and they maintain that their tree of lineage and they, they have their their whole genealogy coming back from that time to today. And they look after the key of the Kabatullah with great amount of care. And they are the custodians. And therefore one great uh alim Uh, who was a very great alim of his time. He wanted to place a deposit for Sayyidina Mahdi radiallahu anhu that when Sayyidina Mahdi will appear, then he wanted and amana to be given to Sayyidina Mahdi because he knew that perhaps we won't live to that age when this great ruler of the Muslim world will appear and Allah will grant him entire the control over the entire earth. He will be the singular ruler over the whole world of that time. Sayyidina Mahdi, radiallahu taala anhu, from the progeny of uh, Hazrat Hassan, radiallahu taala anhu, and obviously the from the lineage of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi sallam. So this great Ali wanted to leave a trust and amana for Sayyidina Mahdi that he said if I don't make it to that time I'm leaving an amana which was a few items which comprised of a copy of Quran and which had a sword and some other items and a letter so what he did is he deposited he deposited it with the Shaybi family and he says that I don't know about any other family that may be around at that time. But this family, they have already been given the glad tidings of being right here till the end of time. So he handed it over to the seniors of the Shabi family. And he said, please pass this amana on from generation to generation. And the time when Sayyidina Mahdi will appear, you take this amana of mine and hand it over to him. Allahu Akbar. My dear brothers, uh, I was speaking about the Islamic calendar, the origins of the Islamic calendar, the beginning of the Islamic year, the first month of the Islamic uh, calendar being the month of Muharram, and that this is the month in which all the preparations of the Hijra took place. So, just we should try and keep this always in front of us. Keep, remember the origin of our Islamic calendar. Know why it starts with Hijra. Know why it starts off with the month of Muharram. Track our Islamic calendar. Keep in mind the Islamic dates of the Islamic calendar, so that we know the significant dates that come about, and ensure that our children and our families are, are, are uh, educated regarding this, and they are they are informed about this, so that this remains in our community. May it not happen that we lose track of this altogether and then we will not even know what are the significant dates and all our ibadat in Islam are tied to our Islamic dates so let us keep this in mind at all times and the Hijrah was indeed a very very great event in the history of Islam uh, the whole destiny of the world changed through the Hijrah not only the Muslim Ummah but the destiny of the world changed through the Hijrah and uh, it's a very great event the Hijrah is not only just a historic event, but it also has a spiritual aspect and dimension to it. And perhaps the time is not here, it does not allow me to go into that discussion. But inshallah, for some other occasion we could speak about the spiritual dimension of Hijrah. But also remember that in this month of Muharram, a very important day is coming and that is the day of Ashura. And we should prepare ourselves for the day of Ashura. The m- least we can do is at least to fast on the day of Ashura and to spend generously on our families on the day of Ashura. These are the two important aspects of the day of Ashura. But inshallah, perhaps next week, uh, discussions will be held uh, uh, along these lines.
0: الله اكبر الله اكبر الله اكبر شهدوا لا اله الا الله اشهد ان لا اله الا الله اشهد ان محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد الرسول الله حي على صلاة حي على صلاة حي على فلاح حي على فلاح الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله
1: الحمد لله الحمد لله الذي جعل الشمس والقمر بحزبان والنجم والشجر يسجدان وفضل زمانا على زمان كما فضل مكانا على مكان وانسانا على انسان ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله الذي هدانا الى الخيرات ومنها صوم عاشوراء يوم الحسنات ونهان عن المنكرات ومنها مبتدعوه فيه من المخترعات صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه الذين آق أقاموا الدين والواجبات منها والمندوبات وأبطلوا رسوم الجاهلية والمحرمات منها والمكروهات وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرة أما بعد فقد حان يوم عاشوره للناس فيه معروفات ومنكرات فمن الأول استحباب الصوم فيه فقد قال صلى الله عليه وسلم افضل الصيام بعد رمضان شهر الله المحرم وقال عليه السلام صيام يوم عاشوراء احتسب على الله اي يكفر السنة التي قبله وقال عليه السلام صوم عاشوراء وخالف فيه اليهود صوم قوم قبله يوما او بعده يوما وكان عاشرا يصام قبل رمضان فلما نزل رمضان قال من شاء صام ومن شاء أفطر وفيه اباحه وبركة أو توسعة فيه عياله فقد قال عليه السلام من وسع لعياله في النفقة يوم عاشوراء وسع الله عليه سائر السنة أو كما قال عليه السلام أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم فمن يعمل مثقال ذرة خيرا يراه ومن يعمل مثقال ذره شر يراه بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم مما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نعمد ونستعين ونستغفر ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضلل ومن يضلل فلا ولا لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ولا شهد ان سيدنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله قال الله تعالى في شان حبيبي ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسوله وصلي على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على محمد وازواجه وذريته وارض اللهم عن الخلفاء الاربعه ابي بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي رضي الله عنهم وعن بقية الصحابة اجمعين اللهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنا وفي الآخرة حسنا وقنا عذاب النار اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى اللهم اشفي مرضانا ومرضى المسلمين وارحم موتانا وموتى المسلمين عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيذكم لعلكم تذكرون Kuruni as Kurkum, was Kuruni, when I took forum. Love
0: at Burl, love at Burl, love at Burl, love at Burl, should lay رسول الله law, should lay in على law, should على no hand على الفلاح
1: So, Subhanaka Allah. Brothers, please ensure that our lines are absolutely straight, and no empty gaps or spaces are left in between. Allahu Akbar. Alhamdulillahi <laughs> Rabbil Alamin. Rahmanir Rahim. Maliki l-umidini. Iya kana wa iya kana Ihdina sirat al-mustaqim. صراط الذين انعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين ان الابرار لفي نعيم وان الفجار لفي جحيم يصلونها يوم الدين وما هم عنها بغائبين وما ادراك ما يوم الدين ثم ما ادراك ما يوم الدين يوم لا تملك نفس لنفس شيئا والامر يومئذ لله الله اكبر سمع الله لمن حمده
0: Allah sasbar, Allah makbar, Allah makbar, Allah
1: الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين نعمت عليهم غير المهضوب عليهم ولا الله قد أفلح من تزكى وذكر اسم ربه فصلى بل تؤثرون الحياة الدنيا والآخرة خير وأبقى إن هذا لفي الصعف الأولى صعف إبراهيم وموسى الله اكبر سمع الله لمن حمدا الله اكبر الله اكبر الله اكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة
0: الله استغفر الله استغفر الله
1: استغفر الله, استغفر الله، لا اله إلا وحيد القيوم Muhammad اللهم صل على سيدنا لنا محمد وعلى سيدنا لنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم على ذكرك وحسن عبادتك. اللهم ربنا اتنا في حسنا وفي الآخرة حسنه وقنا عذاب النار اللهم ربنا أعوز أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكوننا من الخاسرين رب اغفر وارحم وأنت خير راحمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إننا كنا من الظالمين اللهم أنت السلام ومنك السلام تبارك يا ذا الجلال والإكرام اللهم صل على سيدنا مولانا محمد وعلى سيدنا مولانا محمد وبارك وسلم سبحان ربك رب العزة يا ما يصفون